Hi guys, you're about to see a podcast interview I made with Natasha Golinski. She is a really incredible business owner. You will notice that she actually has a background as a manager. And on top of that, she is now managing a really remote group of people that help her with web development service, even if she doesn't know about coding. And that has helped her actually build a six-figure business without having to go through the entire hassle of learning how to code, learning how to manage all of the technicalities of web design. She was able to basically go past her limiting beliefs and actually grow a successful business out from there. So if you are an agency owner or if you are an entrepreneur that is looking to get started and maybe you have been struggling with building the team, I think that this is going to be a super valuable podcast that you are going to benefit from watching. So that being said, you on the interview. All right, all right, guys. Welcome to the Agency Games Podcast. And for today's episode, we have the pleasure of having Natasha Golinski. This is actually the, the name that I didn't know she had. I thought that she was actually called the savior of web projects. <laughs> and yeah, uh, for today's episode, you're going to be for a big trip, mostly because we're going to start talking about team building, operations, management. And yeah, Natasha, I don't want to take the words from you. Go ahead and maybe introduce yourself to the public. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Super excited. Um, yeah, I've run a web agency for about seven and a half years. And we are not a marketing agency, but we're like a dev shop. So we do like custom design, custom dev, uh, we don't do any marketing in-house. We don't do startups. We don't do page builders. We are very like custom techie, techie level of web work. Um, yeah, my, I, I'm like the quintessential accidental agency owner <laughs> where I was a man, I'm a management consultant, project manager. And I was, I was working with a client like a long time ago, seven, seven and a half years ago. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, can you, I want to redo my website? He's like, can you find someone to do that? And I was like, yeah, for sure. So Went to Upwork, didn't know anything about hiring people, hired a guy from Bangladesh, you know, shopping by price, right? And and it turned out that he and I ended up in the agency and I've been running it sort of full time ever since. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome. I think that I was froze over there for a second, but no worries. I, yeah, I, no worries. Just I, like was, I, I heard everything. Awesome. Uh, cool. So, I mean, I know, Natasha, that for you specifically, um, I mean, you have a, a management background, right? Like you were saying, you you, you don't run a, a marketing agency exactly. So I would love to, to see a little bit of how you made that transition into maybe being going from just a manager that maybe was a little bit doing a little bit of freelance, et cetera, yeah. to actually managing a team of web developers and tech people that maybe talk on a different language than we normal humans, right? So how about, how was that transition? It, you know what, it's, it was really like learn as you go, honestly. Yeah. Like, the, like the first guy I hired, again, he was, we were sort of doing page builder tools because I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know anything about tech. And so from the very first day of my agency, quote unquote, at the time, it wasn't an agency, obviously, but I had a guy, you know, because I, I didn't know, like, I didn't know how to build a website. I had no intention at that point of ever running a web business. I have no training in tech. Um, if I was on Survivor and they asked me to build a website, I'd be the first guy dead, you know, like, there's no, <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to do it. Yeah. Um, but then, and then we, and then we, he and I worked together like for about a year and then the design, our clients started asking us for more complex designs. And I was like, oh my God, I don't have a web designer. Like he's not a designer. He was a, like a page builder web developer. Right. Yep. And so he's like, you need to find a web designer. And I was like, oh God, like, I don't know. And so I had a friend who was out of work who I knew was an artist and I knew her, um, 
she was a good hard worker. She was one of my best friends. And so I'm like, hey, you want to be a web designer? And she's like, what do I have to do? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's <laughs> wow. go. And then, yeah. And then she and I worked together full time for four years. And she was my team's web designer. And I paid for her to do tons of training on UI and UX and responsive design and, and you know, content first design. And she did tons of training. And so she was our team's full time web designer for four years. And then it became that, okay, now someone has to build these custom designs. And, and the first guy I hired didn't know how to write code. So I had to hire someone who could write code. And, and I didn't know anything about code, even to this day. Like, yeah. you know, I have clients email me like, hey, can you help me with this? And I ask my guys, I'm like, do we do that? Like, I don't even know. You know, I don't know. Do we do JavaScript? I don't know. So I don't even know what JavaScript means. But it was kind of like, and then so I had to get a guy who knew code and then we were busy and then I had to, got a second guy and then I had a third guy. And, yeah. and now we've got a team of, depending on how busy we are anywhere between, you know, four to six to seven of us. And my job is management, marketing and money. But, but, and it's like, now we're like custom, custom dev, like building plugins, building custom everything. And, and literally I do not have a clue yeah. how my team does what they do. Like yeah. not a clue. And, you, um, you know, you're, you're touching a subject that, Natasha, is actually super, let's say, common uh, as a limiting belief, right? Because maybe you went ahead and you went and you actually said like, hey, I would not limit the fact that I don't know about this specific thing in order to maybe go to that next step in my career, my business development, et cetera, right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, there might be a lot of people and listen, that might be in the marketing agency space, that might be in the design agency space, it might be on the SaaS space, et cetera. Um, yeah. A lot of people that might might have that limiting belief. And for example, if you were to to see the Natasha from uh, maybe one year before she had to make that decision, or basically to anybody that might be having that that struggle right now, what would you recommend, like uh, as ways not only to maybe overcome the limiting belief exactly, but maybe how to find ways into I mean, which which way, ways you would recommend for them to actually take in order to solve these problems? And to actually find that the people that can uh, basically make them help them get that next step. That's a really great question, and I get asked that a lot actually because people always think it's hilarious that I literally don't know. If we, <laughs> yeah. you know if we, like I'll have a client ask me, they'll email me, and they'll say, "Hey, do you guys do this?" And I'll be like, "Hey, let me get back to you. Let me ask my guys." You yeah. know, like literally, and we are like our average website starts at five figures, you know, like we are not cheap. So, and yeah. it's like, and I, and I think the thing, cause I'm in a mastermind with a lot of other agency owners and, yeah. and they look at me like I'm a freak. Right. And I'm like, well, the, the difference is, and the reason I can pull that off is because I'm selling a team. Yeah. I'm not selling me. Like they know, I make it very clear that I am not the technical talent on the yeah. team. Like I'm the scrum master. I'm the project manager. I'm like the, the person who's going to make sure that I'm going to, if I'm going to, if, if I need, a, I'm going to get a guy, but I am not the guy. And so they hire the team because one thing, one mistake, I think a lot of agency owners make, and, and I didn't make this mistake because I couldn't make this mistake is like, they are a marketing person and they're selling themselves as the talent. Right. So then they're trapped. Yeah. Because they are the talent. So if if they don't know, they look dumb or they look incompetent or they look like whatever. And yeah. then they hire support staff to help them, but it's still them. They're still the face. Exactly. Which exactly. is a trap. Right. So whenever I talk to people, I'm like, even if you know, 
even if you're Gary Vaynerchuk and you are the king of marketing, you're selling your crew or because then you have space. You're like, so the way that I do it is I'm like, if I get, um, when I'm doing a discovery call with a client, for example, and they'll say, you know, I remember I had a client and they wanted like a custom multi-site store set up in WooCommerce, right? And yeah. I didn't even know what multi-site was, honestly, I had no idea. <laughs> so I said, hey, these are great questions. Let me just take them to my team and I'll get back to you and I'll let you know if this is something we can help you with. And she's like, yeah, sure. Okay. So I took her to my team. I'm like, guys, what the hell is multi-site? Like, oh my God. And they were like, oh yeah, I don't like, yeah, it's this and it's this. And they're telling me all about it. And I was like, okay. So I went back to the client and and I was just like, hey, yeah, my team let me know they know how to do that. And I said, luckily, we have a really smart people around. You're in good hands. And they're like, okay. And I'm I telling mean, them outright, and, I have no and, idea. And, what and I have doing. to be, and I have to be honest, like the fact that you are being that transparent, like yeah. I mean, most business owners would or or salespeople, they would just pitch whatever they had in mind from the <laughs> beginning before they even met the person. I mean, the fact that you literally go and be like, um, hey Natasha, like I'm to be honest, I'm not sure if I can help or not, because to be fully transparent. It's not even me, the one that is going to be doing that thing for yeah. you. So yeah. let me go, let me, let me give me five minutes. I give, I make a phone call and get back to you. <laughs> That's awesome. I do. No, exactly. Like it was funny because the other day I had this, last month we closed this project on this website redesign and originally yeah. he hired us to build the site in PHP. Yeah. And so we closed the job or whatever. And he's like, actually, I've been talking to my team. He's like, could you guys build it in React? And I'm like, wait a second, let me just check if we do that. Yeah. And then yeah. it was like, he's like, okay. And then so I went and and they're like, yeah, I got, I'm like, okay, let's go green light to start, you know? And, awesome. But, awesome. but I think the reason that it works is because I think in the web world and I don't, I can't speak to marketing because I'm not a marketing, yeah. but I think every client has had an experience with a web person that where they've been lied to mm-hmm. and they've been like, there's so much like, there's so much bullshit. You probably need to edit that out, but there's, no, no, there's, no so, there's so much bullshit in the website world. And the reason why I am so honest is because I know I've hired developers who have lied to me that have said, yeah, I do that. And then you, and you're like, no, you don't, this is not done properly. Or they say yes, because they want to get the money, but then you find out later, they really don't know. And, and to me, I would rather everyone knows everyone's cards on the table, yeah, right? Yeah, and, for sure, for sure. and the way I explain it is I'm like, hey, my job on this team is to support the team, make sure they have what they need, make sure we have the right people, keep them all organized, make sure everybody's healthy, you know, like make sure everybody's happy and work. And, and I'm like, that's my job. Their yeah. job is to build this website, Yeah. right? But it's also like, if someone understands a scrum master, I explain in terms of scrum, like I'm a scrum master. Yeah. I'm not the, I'm not the talent, I'm not the talent, quote yeah. unquote. You know, and- Natasha, there, there's one thing because, um, I mean, of course, like you're touching on another subject that is super common in at least in the marketing agency space. Because, um, in let's say in our world, it's not like we're anti web development or anything because, of course, we're not, but funnels have been absolutely taking over the world on, on, on even the concept of having an online presence, right? Yeah. And- I want to touch a little bit on that subject, a little bit near the end, maybe some tips that you can have for somebody that isn't interested in starting a web development business. But before we hop into that, there's one more, I don't want to say more important, but um, something that's making the best use of of your knowledge and just a little bit of your background. Um, Some tips on maybe um, team building, uh, project management, etc. Like, what are some of those things that like you know, like the eighty twenty rule or the 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 basically like the the most important things that you can teach somebody in five minutes or three minutes 
about what it actually takes to manage a team of, of people that can deliver and that can do the backend operations of a business. It doesn't matter, maybe, I guess, because of your background, it's more in the design space and the web web development space. But in general, for maybe an agency owner or a SaaS founder that might be listening to this, what are some of those best tips that is going to help them with the, with the management of their team? And that's a great question. And like, I, I would say my biggest strength as an agency owner is team building because I've had essentially the same team since day one. And um, we, I have zero employees. We're hundred percent remote team, but I've had like, I've never had anybody quit. Yeah. And if someone's had to leave the team, it's because I fired them. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's like, I have the guy who designed my logo when I was starting is still working with me, you wow. know, like, so we are like the same crew and um, I, but the reason why I've had to become so good at team building is because I have three kids wow. and I was not willing to work. I was only willing to work while they were at school. Yeah. So I needed to build a team I could trust so I could run my agency part-time, go to volleyball, take my kids to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I, a lot of agency work, work all day, but I, I work maybe 30 hours a week, maybe. Wow. And I pay myself over six figures out of the agency personally. Yeah. So I got a good system, right? But it's like the key to being able to do that is to hire people that you trust and to hire people because, and the thing as well about my agency is like everyone I hired was not trained to do what they do. And in a, like, for example, like my best friend who was the web designer, she wasn't a web designer. Yeah. You know, my, my tech lead right now was a backend developer, but now he's like a full stack developer. You know, I, the guy I hired to be another full stack developer had only worked front end. And so, but the key is like, you hire for character, train for skill. Like, okay, because every person that I hired had some baseline of skill. Yeah. Right? Like they were a developer of some sort already. She yeah. was an artist, but not a web designer. You know, so like I was working with a core, like I could, I could profile them to know they had the right personality exactly. for the job. Right. But really what I was looking for was like, communication skills, reliability, work ethic, honesty, consistency, um, transparency, organization. Like I was looking for a, a specific type of person. And so if I had a, this person plus a base of ability, then I was willing to pay for training if they were the yeah. right person for the team, right? Sure. And and the difference too, I think on my team is like, cause I ask them sometimes, I'm like, does it bother you that I don't know how you do what you do? And they're like, no, because you can't micromanage us. Yeah, exactly. Like you trust us to do our job. That's actually uh, something that I would like to, to understand a little bit better. Like yeah. how does that look like in the day-to-day -day operations? Because I mean, I get your point of the importance of communication skills and maybe yeah. uh, that transparency and everything. But for example, Let's say, uh, because I mean, I also run a team and I don't yeah. like to, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say that uh, I'm the best at, but I also think that I've developed some systems, like for example, yeah. doing end of day reports on certain, for example, clients accounts yeah. or, you know, like those, those details that is where the magic happens, right? Like if, sure. how does those, how does that day to day operations look like for, for you and your business at the moment? Well, how it kind of works is like, like I can't remember if I said this already, but on the team, my my lane, my job is management, marketing, and money. Those are my three. Yeah. So I'm like very front end, right? Yeah. So I like do the discovery calls with my team. We scope the project. We pro pro we scope it together. Because okay. again, I don't know how to price stuff. I ask them to help me price it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like I don't how know much if it's like, like a five hundred no project. Yeah, exactly. It's a five hundred dollar project or a 
50 I know, right? The entire the rate assignment, yeah. But they know that because then when I actually ask them to help me with the estimate, they know they're going to get paid properly as opposed yeah. to me guessing, right? Yeah. So I send the estimate to them. They all pass it the, the, around. And then when they've all put their numbers in, I like package it up, right? Yeah. So then I do the discovery. Um, I'll do the close. And then once it's organized and sold, yeah, I hand it off. So yeah. then now my designer goes client facing the designer's talking to the, like to the client and I'm, I'm observing, you know, we use Slack a lot. Cause I'll check in and I'm like, we're honestly, we're, we have a really loose model. Like I have like a zero meeting policy, yeah. you know, in any week, I, I don't know, maybe do like two or three meetings. I like, I hate meetings. So yeah. we, we do mostly in Slack, like in the morning, like I organize everybody's day and I'm like, and I'll check in, how's this going? What's up? What's next? Da, 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 da. Kind of like Scrum Master. I'm like very much Scrum Master, if someone knows what that means, right? But I yeah. kind of check in and like, do you need anything? How's it going? Where are we at? Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then they all know that the first messages of the day they need to reply to are to update me. So I know where we are and I know what I can sell that day to know who's busy, who's not busy. Like, yeah. right? Yeah, so, so that you can best delegate depending on, on yeah. workload, basically. So right? I pace my team, exactly. So like, if my React guy's full for two weeks, I'm not going to sell a React job. Yeah. Right. So I can sell my WordPress maybe, yeah. or I can sell a Webflow thing, but I can't, my React guy is on lockdown for the next two yeah. weeks. Right. Yeah. So I can kind of like pace them. I know, obviously, know my team really well to know who can take a lot, who wants like their their work like rhythm. Right. So I can kind of see. Yeah. But really, it's super loose. Like our model. Like I, I wish I could say we had a system. Like I don't need reports. I just get updates throughout the day. Like. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. and then um. Like I'm, a, I'm like literally in the final phase of doing my project management, my PMP, mm-hmm. and there's so much reporting. And I'm like, in my culture, this doesn't work like that. But also, I don't <laughs> need it, quote unquote, because my team is so autonomous. Yeah. Like they, I'm not like they run it themselves. Yeah. Right. Just out of curiosity, like, um, for example, do you guys have any aside from Slack, obviously, yeah. any project management software or anything that um, can be a little bit more for the actual delivery of projects, et cetera, or, or. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like we, we use a tool like called breeze, but we can work with anything like, because we do a lot of white label work, like some clients yeah. use Trello, some use ClickUp, some use Asana, some use, yeah. you know, like we can work with any tool. Yeah. Um, but in-house, yeah, we have one, but it's just like, it's like Trello, you know, we kind of yeah, use yeah, a yeah. board system and. Yeah. Like a Kanban board and you move like from. Yeah. Like a Kanban board. Working, exactly. No, I, love and, you, I love that you know that word. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Like I, I used to be really into, um, let's say, business productivity, if that's yeah, a word, right? And sure. of course, one of the be- first things you, you you get to know is Asana, ClickUp, and mm-hmm. et cetera, right? It's actually like a world on its own, right? Like yeah, you, can, you can go really deep into those things. And oh, I know. It, that's actually a form of procrastination, to be honest. I agree. 100%. Like, literally just going around, like creating the perfect system where you can have templates and and it's like, you know, like it. okay, but like, how about if we get started to, to work, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, no, I, I agree. So, um, yeah, because I don't know how how much time we've been on on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, Natasha, I always like to to ask this question, right? So, if somebody this is the first and last time that they hear you, and you want to give your message to this listener or viewer, depending if they're on YouTube or listening to the podcast, what thing would you like? To say like what is the message that you want to to get remembered for i would say because you know thank you for asking me that because i do like 
a lot of agency consulting, agency coaching, again, yeah. more on that efficiency backend. I don't do lead gen. I don't do marketing, but I do like operations and efficiency, right? Yeah. Like my whole thing is like run your agency part-time and make a great income. Like that's my, my thing, right? As a mom, yeah. that's my thing. Yeah. And I think the thing is really about getting rid of your ego, honestly. Like, it's like, I am part of a team. I am not more important than my web developer. I am not more important than my bookkeeper. Like yeah. we are all pieces of a puzzle that need each other. Yeah. And, and I honestly think that because I have the sense of team, I have, I have like, I look at my team as so important to me. And then I like, I can run the operations. Like I'm not, I don't bottleneck myself because we're a team. Right. And we all work. And the client works with all of us. And, yeah. and I just think like a lot of agency owners, they kind of come in with the, I'm the best I can. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's, that's okay. Cause you got to sell yourself. But I think, like I said before, it's like, anytime it's about you, it's a trap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's about what your team can do. And, and then your job becomes, okay. Like I look at it, like I work for them. Like, like, cause if they leave, I'm out of business. Cause I can't do it. I can't code. Right. So it's like if they're gone and I don't respect them. So in, I'm in I'm in a lot of trouble, like from a cash flow standpoint. Right. Because I can't sell anything if I don't have my team. Sure. There. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I look at it like my job every day is, hey, what do you need? How can I help you? Like, can I you're running into a hosting problem? Can I call? Can I, how can I help you? Yeah. You know, yeah. not that they always tell me not to because they know I don't know. But but I try. <laughs> yeah, I know. Awesome. 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 Uh, listen, Natasha. I think that it's been an amazing podcast, like lots of things that we discussed and lots of things that I would love on a further episode to keep discussing because again, this is a topic that I myself am really passionate about. Of course, not as experienced as you are, but at least I'm passionate. So, Natasha, where can people get to know you, find more details about what you do, your business, etc.? Yeah, I would say just LinkedIn. Like if you look at look at my name on LinkedIn, I think I'm one of the only ones. And, and uh, yeah, just connect or on LinkedIn would love to meet you answer any questions and any resources I can pass on be happy to share anything I can do so awesome awesome any website that they can visit um yeah I have my agency website it's on purposeprojects.com awesome I like on purpose like I did it on purpose projects with an s.com but I would say LinkedIn is if they want to talk to me is probably the best perfect, place to perfect. Start for sure. awesome Natasha thanks for coming speak soon um muchas gracias adios yeah. mucho gusto chao